Ring Talk is back. The Ring Talk Podcast. I'm Bombshell Billy along with my boy Nick right here. We are here with our episode number two. We got some things we want to talk about. Nick, what are the subjects we have discussed that we are going to talk about this week? Well, in the, at the end of the last episode, we mentioned that we are going to talk about our trip to SummerSlam. Uh, this, uh, this August. Year. Past this, August. This past August. I know that you're dwelling on the fact that we're not still there. I know. Walking <laughs> through Chinatown every day. Okay, not that part. Not that part. That was walking and everything. was fantastic. The, well, the walking wasn't that bad. But, it was fantastic. But, but check this out. But. We're going to talk about but, TakeOver. We're going to talk SummerSlam. Raw. Raw. We're going to talk about Asuka. And who are we going to talk about with? We're, we're going to talk about Asuka with our very special guest, guest that we're going to call in. The Ferret. The Ferret. He loves him some Asuka. Yes, he... Check, he out, his, check out his podcast, The Ferret. And another thing we're going to touch on is the recent releases from WWE, including Darren Young, Summer Rae, and possibly even the most heartbreaking out of all of these, Emma. Oh, Emma. I love her. Oh, sorry, I'm back. And speaking of uh, loving her, don't don't make Bailey me. the Tripod Cat, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna get her on this week. Bailey the Tripod Cat, she'll be on the episode right here on Ring Talk. She's gonna be our third wheel here at the table. Bailey, Nick, and myself will be a tripod of podcast hosts right here on episode two of Ring Talk. All that coming up. We got the ferret coming up in just a second. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Ring Talk. I am here with Bombshell, of course. <laughs> ah, we have retired to a nice, relaxing, uh, lounging area here in the uh, Bombshell Studios. We've moved like 20 feet. <laughs> yes, but now we're on recliners, so it's way better. <laughs> yeah, way better. V- very much so. Nick, what do we got next coming up? What's this segment all about here? So, this isn't exactly the happiest thing to talk about. That's why we're not doing it last. Um, the recent releases from WWE. So we'll talk. Um, we'll talk about each one a little bit in a row. First, let's talk about Darren Young. Um, he came into the company back in 2010 as a part of the Nexus. Um, and then after that whole thing, when he was he was part of the Nexus. Uh, he was part of the uh, NXT TV show, yeah, right? The, the, the contest. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. It well, sucked. That, oh yeah, but that's when he came into the uh, to the company originally. Technically. So, but let's just start off mm-hmm. from, with the Nexus. So after the Nexus... He was at a hot angle. Nexus was a hot angle, I'll really tell you that. It really was. And then after they broke up and the basically that Nexus experiment failed, he went and formed the primetime players with Titus O'Neil. Millions of dollars, millions, millions of, of dollars, dollars and, and, millions of dollars. And that went, that went over decently, you know. It was all right. Didn't They won the tag titles, I think, like once or twice. You, um, you tell me. You're the historian here. <laughs> you're the recent historian. Uh, and then they split up and then got back together and split up again. Um, my memory's a little fuzzy, but... So, near the end there, Darren Young was doing his gimmick with Bob Backlund with the make Darren Young great great again. But unfortunately... How'd that work out? It went... It was actually... I, I thought the angle was funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Bob Backlund is very funny. Yeah, but then Darren Young got injured and he was released. So, that's about all there really is to say there. Any thoughts on Darren Young getting released? 
No, it's too bad when anybody loses their job, but... Yeah. All right, next up, Summer Rae. Um, I... <laughs> they really weren't using her doing anything. She's not really, like, a super, a super like, skilled, you know, uh No, 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 no offense to Summer Rae, but no, she... No, beautiful girl she, wasn't, she, she, real, sk- wasn't no, real skilled. She wasn't you know. as skilled as others on the correct, roster, I guess. Correct, correct. Yeah, she was on... Total Divas, but I don't know if she was still on that show. I know she was on. I don't we, watch it. But I, we we don't watch that. I don't know. So so that's all there really is to say about her. Now onto the more sad stuff. Sawyer Fulton. Um, now, Nick's about to go on a ti- on a tirade here because <laughs> now, he, he's well, then, a big now, fan of Sawyer Fulton. Well, okay, I'm not necessarily a big fan. It's just he's one of the. Okay, if you don't know who he is, a lot of people don't. He was one of the original members of the Sanity faction on NXT, and then was kicked out of the fa- faction a couple weeks after uh, they debuted because he was unfortunately injured, and he never got to return, and he was released. It's a very sad story, because so- Sawyer Fulton, in my opinion, was awesome. I thought he was awesome, so... And then, and then the main, the main name, and then the big the big one here, Emma. Emma, which is weird because she was released. Like, I like Emma. She obviously, you know, I like her. She was one of my favorite girls. She's she's nice to look at, and she's. But you know what? She just had two high profile matches against Oscar. Literally, the week that she was released, like at well, well, Survivor Series, yeah. or not? It's not Survivor Series. TLC. At, at TLC. And at Raw the next night. Well, well, here's the thing. Apparently, she was released because she had some heat backstage. Because allegedly, of, allegedly, because of the stuff she says she's said on Twitter, and like all the just all the stuff she said on Twitter, basically. And I guess everyone backstage they just got sick of it and they let her go. So I don't know. I like Emma. I I wish I, I I wish none of these people could would have to lose their job, but that's the nature of the business of any business of any company. Um, but I don't know. Maybe who knows? Drew Galloway. Uh, you know all these people that that go. Drew and, Galloway, you know, Jinder that, Mahal. Yeah, they leave. They can come back. They work their way back. Who knows? Maybe we'll see some of them some other time. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna have a conversation with Emma myself. Uh, I have to go to Walmart tomorrow, and I'm sure I'll see okay. her there. Uh, what? 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 I gotta get a cell phone case. What? Uh, uh, tell them to be quiet. You rang? All right. Ring Talk, the podcast. Bombshell Billy here, along with my boy Nick. And on the line with us, here he is, as promised, the ferret. We got the ferret hotline piping through right now. We wanted to talk to you, Ferret, because we know you are a huge fan, a ginormous fan of Asuka, the woman who, the longest reigning NXT women's champion, and now making a splash on the main roster up on the Raw brand. What are your thoughts on Asuka? Oh, you know, I love her. <laughs> she's Absolutely. got everything. Absolutely. She's got the look. She's got the charisma. She's got the wrestling ability. I wasn't on the bandwagon back in the NXT days. I heard about the streak, but I don't have the network, so I had no way of watching her. And uh, so I went back and watched some tapes recently, and oh, my God, just <laughs> it's unbelievable. And uh, she's kind of in limbo, though. She's another one of those. I heard you talking about Kevin Owens and uh, Neville and all those people that have come up and just gotten lost in the shuffle. Here's the problem. 
she's got that fan backlash because people think she's to blame for Emma getting fired. Right. And people hate when you shove things down their throat. So they don't like the streak and they don't like the fact that she was pushed so hard coming in. I think it's finally a person that, well, I shouldn't say finally, but it, it, it's a person that deserves it. That's finally getting the push, you know? Right. I agree with you on the Neville front. I got to say that Kevin Owens definitely was not lost in the shuffle. Oh, he no. Might be right. right at this moment, but he, he was not. pushed to the moon yeah. from the beginning. He deserved everything he got. Yeah, he beat but, Cena at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is a good one. He was definitely pushed down throats. And then there's the backlash. So you can you make that comparison there. Uh, just as a side note, pulling back the curtain just a little bit, we're four blocks away from you, so you can come on over to the Bombshell Compound anytime and watch the network over here, fella. Nice. Yes. Uh, so, Asuka, what do you think's going to happen here? Right now, they got her on every week uh, doing enhancement matches. Now, I, the last week when she did that, it didn't seem like anybody was into it. I don't know about these enhancement matches. I don't know if that's a good thing. They're trying to go retro and show, obviously, the power and the – and the, you know, the ability of the person they're trying to push, Asuka. But... Yeah, this is the same thing they were doing with Braun Strowman right. when, he, when he broke off from the Wyatt family. And I guess it kind of worked with him because obviously yeah, look, look, where look, look, look where he is now. Everyone hated him at first when he was doing that whole thing. And then they started building him, I guess. They started building his character a little more, I guess. Well, what they're doing with her is quite obvious that they're turning her heel because the fans are pushing her in that direction. Well, it might you see a little bit of arrogance. You can see a little bit her turning here and there. Uh, the enhancement talent thing, they should use that as part of an angle. Have somebody that's a bigger star come out and say, they've been coddling you. Look what they've been doing on TV. Right. If they gave me talent like that, no names. I'd be beating them every week, too. You know, they could easily do something like that. Right. I see where you're going with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, again, something that you and I have talked about uh, personally, you, you, you say she's got the talent. She's got, the, you know, the ability. She's got the looks. She's beautiful. Um, go to Google and type in Asuka and, and look at some of the pictures that come up of this girl from before she was in WWE. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. Uh, she, she's a woman, man. Going. She's 36 <laughs> well, years old. I'm just old. saying, she's a beautiful girl. There's pictures of her. Woman, the, woman. She's 36 years old. Without dude. the colored hair, without the makeup on her face. She's just, she's beautiful. And, you know, that's her gimmick, obviously. But she's a, she's a badass and she's going to go far. Hopefully she can stay healthy because she did get hurt. She should. At, at, at you know, takeover. Far. Which Hopefully we she were there can, for, by the she way. Can stay, she can stay healthy, and, and, and she's going to go places huge. I'd love to see a, I'd love to see a, 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 a Sasha Banks against Asuka, a that Charlotte would... against Asuka. Now, let me ask Nick something, because I know over the years. 45 seconds here, Ferret. Over the years, buddy, you haven't been a fan. I think because you're recording another conversation with you're doing a call-in thing, I think you can go longer but I'm not oh, positive okay. on that. Uh, anyway, Nick, I know you haven't yeah, been a fan nice. over the years of the female division. Does somebody like Asuka who comes in, does she change your uh, whole mindset about that or anything? Well, I'd say yes, actually. Like, so... I got to tell you, as Nick was growing up, he was kind of bored with the women's division. Yeah, Excuse was... me, let me take that back. He was bored with the divas division well, because well, the way he... they were pushing him as TNA... And just, you know, yeah. it, it, it just wasn't, it just didn't feel right, I guess. Like, even as a kid, you just know something is up 
with right. that whole thing. Right. Something just wasn't right. And when the when the whole Divas Revolution thing started a couple of years ago, it's like they were getting on the right track, but you knew, like, still with them calling it the Divas Revolution, it still didn't end up quite right. So that's why when they brought the Women's Championship back at WrestleMania last year, everyone thought that was great. That was, pos- that was possibly one of the best decisions WWE could have made. They made the best decision. It's like calling, you know, we're going to have the Divas division and the, what, the Beefcake division for the men's. You know what look, I mean? Look, it's look, like, look. It just, it was just almost, it was almost insulting, kind of, you know. And obviously, they made that, they made that choice. They know that it was, you know, let's, let's have them stand out there. And now, Ferret, now the women are, what, main eventing Raw, main eventing pay-per-views? Like, Right, and unfortunately, you know, I'm the first one to say that the Divas thing sucked. Trying to just push women like that, they're models. They're glorified models. They're there for one reason and one reason only, the same reason hot women are put on Fox News, okay? It's that type of a thing. They want you to watch for right. one reason and one reason only. Women back in the day, back in our day, they weren't good looking. Right. But well, they could some wrestle. of them are good looking, too. <laughs> Velvet, few and far Velvet between, McIntyre, few and far friend, between were good looking. No, yeah. There were a few. Wendy Richter was Wendy, I back in the that's day. Right. Misty Blue. Sorry. Linda Dells. But I mean, Did yeah, but that me? was that was the uh we're gonna those were the exceptions. I know, I, I understand what you're right. saying. The thing right. I like about Asuka. The thing I like about Asuka is she's not a little thin washboard yep. stomach she's type thick. girl. You know what I mean? I mean she's not big she's by thick. any she's stretch thick. of the imagination. She's thick. She looks she's like a thick real person. She's bad ass, I'll tell you that. So, uh, you know, TNA, not, not the TNA as in the one you were talking about, mm-hmm. but TNA Impact, they were really the ones that started uh, allowing the women to actually uh, be good workers. Absolutely, with the knockouts women, division. You know? That, Gail Kim. Yeah. And again, calling them knockouts, I think, was stupid. You call them women's, right. female wrestler, women's, and that's that. But... Uh, from the uh, from the setup of it, uh, what they were doing, the direction they were going in, that really pushed the WWE to start saying, "Okay, look, it, we need women that can actually work." Because for the longest time, man, like ODB and uh, Awesome Kong, and uh, like you said, Gail Kim, who just mm-hmm. had her last match, by the way. You know, I mean, they they right there, they spearheaded a whole whole new revolution of now, women that can work and aren't just there now to be fair to be fair we had the days of the diva but before we had the the full onslaught of the diva and we i know we you know we had the you know the the you know the sable and the tory wilson going into playboy and everything but we did have that time remember where trish stratus was there and lita was there and then mickey james right. came in there right. were some badass wrestling matches I've... going on then too yeah, Ivory then they kind of got out of that, and they and now they've gone back. Jackie, to that. I shouldn't call her so, Miss Texas. No, you know, go ahead, Nick. <laughs> Something I still think is kind of dumb about how they're doing the whole women's thing now is that before I know it's kind of a small issue, but it just feels kind of dumb how when at the beginning of every women's match they say this match is a women's division match. It's like why? Right, they don't say it's a men's division match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why not just say this match is scheduled for one fall, like a normal person, right? Like a normal, right, right. Uh, I agree with that, but it it seems like the fans, unfortunately, still don't care about the women in a lot of ways. 
there, there are, are they're a lot more into it now wrong. than they used to. But it to. seems like well, overall, a lot more into it than say like five years ago when there was like a like a two minute squash match on Raw for like just. I'll tell you what, Bear. I'm gonna let you go in a second. But two things. Uh, one, I forgot the one thing. So just one more thing. Uh, I want to have you on as a, as a, as a semi-regular here on the podcast, but I have an idea. Since we're talking about the women's division and we just mentioned the old school women's division, let's put together, uh, I guess we can call it maybe like a dream card sometime. Let's put together maybe some dream matches. Somebody from back then, how would they fare against somebody from now on the current roster? For instance... Well, you and I know all about the Japanese women wrestling, female wrestling, because we went Absolutely. to Madison Square Garden isn't, to isn't see the debut of the Jumping Bomb. Speaking Asians. of Madison Square Garden, the profile pic right there of the bombshell and my boy Nick right here, right outside of Madison Square Garden. How about that? But well, we just want, I'm just going to throw one at you. I'll let you stew on it for a week, and then we can, we can get back to it and, and put some more in there. What if you take... And Alundra Blaze, also known as Medusa, and you put her in the ring against a Charlotte. How would that fare? How about that? Hmm. I'm just thinking, you know, body type wise, size and everything. It, Fantastic. It looks good on paper. It looks That'd be great. awesome. So I'm going to have to go watch some more uh, Alundra Medusa matches, and because uh, it's tough to square uh, up against. It Charlotte. sure is. Well, look, well, look, <laughs> look at her. Look at her jeans. Look at the jeans she comes from. I haven't watched the thirty. You're four 30 blocks for away. Thirty yet, like by I the said. way. I suck. It's gonna stay on the DVR here for at least ten years. Yeah, so. it's it's Forever. twenty and degrees when it comes out. Comes out on DVD. I'm buying that too. <laughs> but even then, no, I'm not no gonna walk. walk. There's it's no twenty degrees out. Even then, you're still not gonna delete it off the DVR. I order pizza from a place right up at the corner of my street here, and I drive there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ferret. We'll see you next time. Oh boy, on Ring Talk, Ferret, one of the uh, founders of the original Ring Talk radio show. Now he has his own podcast called right. The Ferret. Check that out. And we'll be back on Ring Talk. On Anchor, anchor.fm. We'll be back we on it. Ring Talk with another segment here. Ferret, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. See ya. See you guys. All right. My boy Nick, we got to talk about the main event here. This segment, we're going to talk about our trip this past summer, this past August to SummerSlam weekend. Brooklyn, New York, the Barclays Center. Three nights in a row we went. We went to NXT TakeOver on Saturday night. We went to SummerSlam on Sunday. And then we went to Monday Night Raw on Monday night. I forgot what night. Monday Night Raw. What night was that, Nick? I can't remember. Uh, I'm still tired from the trip. Uh, still? Nick, it was your first big outing, your first pay-per-view. It was your first, it wasn't your first Monday Night Raw, yeah, but it was your I, I, first when, takeover. When was my first Raw? Like back in... Uh, it was years ago, I, I probably a handful of years ago. 2009, oh, You were young, you were young. I don't remember this it is that the, well. This is your first big one. This is the first big one, yes. Why don't you summarize a little bit what, what we did? Let's, well, let's talk first when we, well, on well, Saturday, the takeover day. Okay, so, <laughs> see, it's already kind of fuzzy. I have a very bad memory, but... We got there, I remember. It took us forever to find the parking garage. We don't have to go into that much detail. Let's talk about the wrestle. We went to the we went to the Barclays Center for Brooklyn NXT Brooklyn Takeover. You met your boy. Your boy Grim from Grimm's Toy Show. Oh yes, that is right. I met and what's his buddy's name there? Uh 
uh, Duhop, but we met him the next day, technically. Duhop was the next day at some yeah, but we went but, there, we hung out, these guys were great, everybody was psyched up, everybody was well, ready. Yeah, everyone was psyched up except Mr. Bombshell over here, he was just in a grumpy mood because it was boiling hot out oh, there. Oh, it was so hot, I hated it, but you know what, I, I had but, fun. You know, it, it was fun just being, it was really cool to finally be a part of the experience of being a mark, I guess. Absolutely. Just being uh, out We got there. limited time to talk about this. We can just say this for NXT TakeOver. We were there for Asuka's last NXT match. We were there for Bobby Roode's last NXT match. Uh, yeah. On to SummerSlam the next night. What a uh, hang, hang on. show. Yeah, hang on. One more thing I want to add about NXT. Asuka versus Ember Moon. Best match. Fan. Fantastic match. Ever. And speaking of fantastic matches, what about that four-way the next night Oh, at SummerSlam? Uh, who was it? It was Roman, Braun, Joe, and Lesnar. I got to tell you, it was an honor to be in the building watching that live. It, it was fantastic. It really was. We were pretty high up in the Barclay, but we got a perfect view of all the action that down there. That place was rocking. One thing rockin'. that kind of... One thing I really felt bad about was... The Hardy Boys and, you know, the Miz. Jason Jordan? And Jason Jordan and the Miz and the Miz Raj, whatever. They were pushed onto the onto the pre-show. Nobody when, was in the building. We were one of the few in the building when that match was going yeah, on. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sad. Like, like, like it, even watching it back, like... Watch the pre-show from SummerSlam this year. You'll see there was, like, nobody in there, the building. There was, at, at most, there was probably, like, 50 people in their seats. Yeah. During that match. It was a great show, top to bottom, I thought. And then the next night, we went to Monday Night Raw. What were some of the highlights of Raw? Do you remember? You know what? I don't remember a whole lot. I do remember the segment where Cena came out there. Uh, you know, Angle came out, announced Cena, you know, coming out. Uh, Cena babbled on for a bit, said there is someone he wanted to face. Then Roman Reigns comes out. Yep. And then that set up the whole thing for No Mercy, which I still haven't watched. I still have not watched No Mercy. How about this? We we forgot something from SummerSlam, something big. Beach Ball Mania was put oh, to oh. rest. No, 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 no. That was on Raw the next night. Oh, that was Raw? Yeah, that was Raw. The, we were there for the last ever Beach Ball Mania. That's right. An end of an era. The end of an era, yes. The end of an era. Oh, and not to mention about NXT, we were there for the debut of Adam Cole, baby. Baby. And Bobby Fish. And well, they, well, Kyle they, O'Reilly. Well, well, they technically debuted a couple weeks earlier. Yeah, but their their big debut. Yeah, they're, they're oh yeah, they turned. We were there for the day. We were there for the debut of the what do they call them? The three of them. Uh, the undisputed era. The undisputed era. We were there for the beginning, the start. Of the Undisputed Era. What a great time we had. SummerSlam weekend this weekend. I took my boy on his birthday trip. His birthday was the week before. Mine was the next day after all that. Uh, it was great. It was awesome. And we're going to wrap this up in just a second. Ring talk. Okay, Bombshell. So any final thoughts? We're going to wrap things up in just a second. But I just got word that Bailey the Tripod Cat is... Taking a bath. She's not going to make it after all for this episode. Next episode, we, we promise, will have her on for we sure. We promise Bailey the Tripod Cat will be here next time on Ring Talk. Um, it was awesome speaking with the ferret. 
it was awesome having a nice conversation with him. Absolutely, talking about Asuka. I know it's favorite. And next time, like we said, we're gonna talk. We're gonna do. We're doing a little fantasy matchups. We're gonna take some some of the women wrestlers from back in the day. How far are we gonna go back? Maybe uh, maybe we, we, go back to maybe we'll go back to Mula. Maybe we'll go back to Wendy Richter. Maybe we'll just go back to Alundra Blaze slash Medusa. Maybe we'll go back to Bull Nakano. But we're gonna try to match some of the people up from back. You know, maybe we'll go back a little ways to Trish, to Lita, you know, and maybe fantasy book them against Charlotte, Becky, Sasha. You know, you're gonna be. You're you and a lot of people listening are gonna be disappointed in me when I say this. Half of the old people you named, I've never heard of. Well, you know what? (laughs) Guess what? You got some time until the next episode to do a little research. That's your job here on the show. In other words, he's going to make me sit in front of a TV screen. That's right. We're about to watch some Blissey matches right now. Okay. (laughs) How about we don't do that and we can (sighs) just wait until Raw on Monday. You're my son. Do as I say. All right. Uh, Okay. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. We got a few (laughs) minutes. We might as well uh, say a few more things here. What do we got coming up for next? What do you want to talk about next time? There's a lot lot going on. Let's have a little, you know what? Next time, I'm I'm, going to put it out there right now. I'm going to surprise you, Nick. Next time, we're going to debut a segment, a history segment. We're going to talk about a famous match in history. Okay, just one? Just one yeah, famous match because I want to follow the Tommy Dreamer philosophy, and I talked to you about this before, and you said, yeah, let's do it, and then you said, nah. Every day, Tommy Dreamer said every day he watches at least one wrestling match. Whether it's on videotape or DVD or on the network or something or on YouTube or, or, or something. even or even live live, he watches at least one wrestling match every single day of his life. We're gonna pick. We're gonna take up that philosophy starting right now. How's that sound? I've already watched. You call seven. yourself a wrestling man. I've already a wrestling fan. We're gonna watch at least one wrestling match every I've day. I've already watched like three today. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Good for you. Good on you. <laughs> yeah. I've been wrestling fan since I'm, good I'm boy. ten years old. Since and, you were, this is the second time you've made that mistake on the show. I've watched probably tens of thousands of wrestling matches. I'm sure you have. Absolutely, because I'm very young still. But oh, I, another thing that I should mention: you surprise me. I'm gonna surprise you. Something we're gonna touch on in the next episode. We're gonna talk about your wrestling career. Your well, how about that? We're going to talk about your wrestling. I'll career. talk about that all day. The and good all old, night. good old bombshell Billy. That's right, and I might even talk about. My little side career that I went to after that. My singing career. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll another ta- little business I'm in. I'll be mentioning my bands in, in some upcoming episodes. We'll talk about that. Your stuff. little business after that. It's your current business. That's right. My current business. As well as doing this uh, podcast, I guess. That's a little right. Side. All that. Ring Talk. The podcast. It's a new thing. Bombshell Billy. My boy Nick right here. We'll see you next time. Oh, one more thing. Next time. Exclusive interview with Bailey the Tripod Cat. Bailey the Tripod Cat will be here. Don't you miss it right here on the Ring Talk Podcast. This this is Nick and that is Bombshell signing out. We'll see you next time on Ring Talk. The Ring Talk Podcast. Please don't sing.